listening to a podcast of Elam Lutheran Church in Osakis, Minnesota. Our passion is to be an oasis of life-giving water where lost and wandering souls can find eternal refreshment. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, please visit osakiselamchurch.com. Or if you're in the area, come visit us in person. So I'd like to share a little bit from my testimony. Um, I grew up a wonderful Christian family. Um, went to church every Sunday. I uh, went to Sunday school, choir, and you know, youth group, all of those things. And I did all of it unquestioningly. We just did it, you know. And I never questioned the truth of God's word. Um, but I can't say that I actually um, had a personal relationship with Jesus until later in my life. So I'm going to give you a few points. Um, Today I'd like to take you on a brief tour of how the spirit of fear grew in my life um, because I didn't have that relationship um, with Jesus and how that spirit of fear grew. So um, point one, around kindergarten. First, my sister was going to first grade and she had I don't know, um, I don't want to say it incorrectly, but she, she was not a very nice teacher. And she terrorized my sister. And I knew that I was going to have her next year. And so I, it all began the fear of, well, I have to be the perfect student. And subsequently, after that, I was the perfect student throughout my entire education. So number two, um, every summer, family went on Um, a family uh, vacation for two weeks. We went all over the United States. It was wonderful. But one time we set up our tent and went out to go get groceries. And when we got back, um, the back of our tent was slashed and everything was gone. And um, it was kind of one of those monumental things that started that process um, going further into the spirit of fear. Number three, Later in uh, ninth grade, I innocently um, played with, and some of you know what this is, the Ouija board. And um, this is where you ask it questions and sometimes it will answer and seems like maybe it's true. And so we were kind of, my friends and I were kind of mesmerized with the possibility of asking it questions and it would tell us answers, you know, the wanting to know the unknown. And um, what I didn't know was that I had cracked the door open um, into the world of the demonic activity to be played out later in my life. I'll I'll bring that up in a little bit. It was about that time, too, I started babysitting. And one of the babysitting jobs was a regular babysitting job with three boys. And that's what I had when I was growing up. And I, I remember this very distinctly. I said, I am never going to have boys like that. <laughs> well, God kind of has a sense of humor in that. Anyway, but I, I would ba- I babysit at this place. And it was a house that was deep in the dark woods, no neighbors. So the, um, the owners did not feel the need to have any curtains on their wall of windows. And um, I remember being just terrified after I put the boys to bed 
I would come out and I would just be, I, I distinctly remember hiding behind furniture until the parents came home. That's how afraid I was. And um, so that's, it was my, my spirit of fear was growing. Um, number four, um, let's see, no, that was four. Okay, so, and then, then um, I, I would say, I, I, because I went to church, I knew um, about God, I knew the words that I learned in, in Bible verses and stuff, but it wasn't personal. It wasn't something that was in my heart, hidden away, to help me with those difficult things. And so, if I had known Jesus personally, Psalm 56, 3 and 4 would have made a, a lot of difference. It says, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. And then Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. But that still had not made a difference in my life. So um, I was saddled with the spirit of fear. And um, I don't know if you remember, uh, I think it was January, we, Pastor Luke was talking about um, uh, 1 John. We had a series in 1 John, and that was talking about the love of God. Um, and um, the one that stuck out to me uh, was a really good reminder, 1 John 4, 16, and then 18, God is love. And there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So if God is love, and his love is perfect, he casts out fear. So that's, um, that was something that um, I wish I had known. Um, getting back to the story, my question was, had I really known the love of God? Or was I just being the perfect Christian girl on the outside and not questioning anything that I had been taught? Um, okay, later on in ninth grade, um, I went to this fabulous uh, youth camp, and I think it was South Dakota. And in that time, we had so much fun, but it was also made very clear that we needed a personal relationship with Jesus, that he was in my heart. And um, I realized that Jesus wanted that relationship with me, and the words of the Bible started to be, begin to grow in me and to speak to me in those difficult times. I'm gonna fast forward through a few things. Went to college, St. Cloud University, and there were ups and downs in there where I was trying to figure out who I was and all of that, everybody does. And, but it was also a time of life decisions. And the thing that helped me most was I became a part of Campus Crusade in, um, University and some of you who have been in college know of those groups. And those were part of um, helping me to make good life decisions because the spirit was beginning to convict me and direct me through it all. Um, fast forward, I married Phil in 1976 and we moved on to the home place that we're now living in 17, 1978. But the spirit of fear had not left so when we were, we have our, all of our bedrooms upstairs, and when uh, we would go to bed at night, I would lay awake and I'd hear things. And I would make Phil go down and check on it. 
Um, it was about that time, too, that God led me to a, uh, what I would call a healing group where we studied God's word very thoroughly. But also we studied books like Neil Anderson's um, Winning Spiritual Warfare. And it was there that I realized that the, the, uh, the unseen world of, of angels and demons was real. It was, it was real. And so um, it was through this group that I started to realize how important it was for Christians to stay away from things like the Ouija board or anything that uh, was a smacking of, of the occult, like Ouija boards, tarot cards, uh, psychics, um, crystals, horoscopes, and the like. You can um, add to that list. But it was very important to grow in the strength of God's word in my life. Um, um, let's see. I think, yeah, that's, that was, let me just get to the right spot. I learned that the occultic practices actually, by getting involved in those things, it actually invites the enemy to attack the child of God at their weakest points. Now, just remember the weakest point. Um, uh, and also, remember in 1 John 4, 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So whenever I talk about the occultic stuff, we just have to remember that God is love, and he casts it out. So I just like to keep remembering that. So, but, you know, even though we, um, even though we can't have the, the, um, the enemy can't, uh, in, what's the word? He can only harass or oppress us. We can't, he can't be inside of us because we have Jesus inside of us. So anyway, now when I had kids, right? So um, maybe many of you have experienced um, children coming in in the middle of the night with a nightmare. Well, who is the person, uh, what who, what, what is the person, or what is the thing that creates fear? It's not God, right? It's the enemy. It's the, um, and, and so I realized from, from all my education that we had gone through in the scripture and whatever, that, that the enemy was attacking our children. And in the middle of the night, and um, so I, would, I was equipped to handle that, when I, and I would say, okay, when that happens, I want you to sing Jesus Loves Me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee, um, every knee bows. Um, Philippians 2.10 says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those in earth and those under the earth. And that includes harassing spirits. Okay. Um, I'm trying to go through this pretty quick because I know it's getting long. But um, so anyway, I, uh, I had gone to a movie, and for some reason, it had triggered the spirit of fear again in my life. And that was just, you know, it was, it's like, where did that come from? And this is the part I wanted to um, bring up, the spirit of fear, actually, and it was... Um, it, it attacked my weakest point, the spirit of fear. Um, um, so what happened was I was oppressed 
or harassed every night with a spirit of fear. And so it was every night, every night, and I would have Phil pray over me and uh, for me. And uh, this is the part um, I want you to know that Jesus is stronger than anything that I'm going to tell you. But right now, um, at this point, I, would, I actually had um, what would we call the sleep paralysis, where you get pinned to the bed and you can't speak, you can't move. And that is um, very frightening. And so the only thing that, because I couldn't say the name of Jesus, I could only pray to Jesus and say, Jesus, please, please help me. Jesus, Jesus. And it was pretty, it was pretty hard at the time. And eventually, what I would do, um, and I actually asked the name of this, and I, I really don't recommend it, and um, because it was real. <laughs> and, um, but what really helped me was I, I would uh, say scripture, I would say his name, Jesus, I would sing, and then I would go into the next room, and I would pray, and I would, I would read my Bible. And every night, every night, I would do this. And so the harassment went from every night, every other night, to every week, to every other week, to every month, to every other month. So it was just checking in. And then it went from every year to every other year. And um, uh, it, actually, there was just recently, uh, I didn't realize at first, but I actually experienced panic attacks in the middle of the night, and I never get panic attacks. And so um, it happened once, and I was, you know, praying out loud with Jesus' name, and then I realized the second time it happened, oh, they're checking in again. <laughs> and so I, I, um, I, I said, um, I pray, I come against you. Uh, in 1 John 4, 6, it says, I um uh, greater is he that is in me than he is in the world, and I come against this in Jesus' name. And I have not had anything from that. The thing that I come away with from all of this is that Jesus is so much stronger than anything that you can have happen in your life. It is it's just so reassuring. It wasn't exactly what I would have requested for my spiritual journey. But I am very grateful for the faith that it has produced. Um, and I now have a greater understanding of that verse. Of he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. It is so true. And I know beyond a shadow of doubt that Jesus is so much stronger than anything that can harass or oppress you. And in closing, I just want to pray that you will have a personal relationship with Jesus and let the word of God permeate your life and not just be head knowledge. I pray that you will not participate in anything that opens the door to harassment from evil spirits and any of the occultic practices that the world is putting out there right now. I pray that you will recognize harassment that shows up in your greatest weakness. And I pray that you will use the name of Jesus and his word to do the spiritual battles because he is all you need. James, sorry, James 4, 7. 
Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And then my, my uh, life verse, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I want to leave you with this. Joshua 1.9. You maybe are familiar with this one. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. And do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Hey friends, Pastor Luke here. Thanks so much for tuning in. I trust that you've been blessed by our message from God's word today. Hey, we'd love to connect with you more. If you have comments or questions, you can email me directly at pastorchellog at gmail.com. That's Pastor KJ. O-L-H-A-U-G at gmail.com As we wrap up our time together today, please receive this benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.